welcome to Gabbing Gilmore. I'm Jackie. And I'm Catherine. We're sisters, moms, and our humble opinion, Gilmore Girls experts. So grab some purple hair dye and get ready to run around the block as we stroll through Stars Hollow. Hey, everybody. How you doing, townies? Hi. <laughs> How are you, Jackie? Good. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. I'm excited about our, our topic today. Yeah. Did you all? Oh, yeah. So this is the beginning of season two. Yeah. Welcome back, everyone. New season. So happy to be back. <laughs> and um, we would love to hear, first of all, just how you felt about season one. Mm-hmm. Tell us, you know, all your thoughts. Yeah. And thank you to those of you who are sending in reviews yeah. and sending us messages on Instagram. We I appreciate know. every single one. We love your feedback. Yeah. And <laughs> we're to hear so you. happy to be back here <laughs> doing season two. Um, and much like season one, you know, Jackie, we started out season one talking about worry. Yes. <laughs> because there was so much, we noticed a lot of, I won't say hatred. Yeah, but in the c- fandom, kind but of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of barbs about worry. Oh, I like that. Barbs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so we went through that in like excruciating detail, right? Mm-hmm. We did two episodes two on partner, that. Two-parter, yep. And so now we're coming back to talk about, was Rory a good friend? Yeah, this is another big one. It is. There's a lot of opinions out there. There are. And it's another big topic. It is. Yeah. The number of friendships she had and the characters that we love so much. And some of them we've talked about. We did an in-depth analysis on Paris. We did. Lane, not so much yet. Yeah. So we're going to get a little more into Lane today, which Mm -hmm. is exciting because we haven't had that chance yet. Yeah. So... Let's let's get into it. And I think, okay. you know, we're not going to start out being like, oh, Jackie, do you think she's a good friend? Do I think she's a bad friend? You know, we're going to go through the analysis as we do here. That's right. It's not how and we roll. really, like, let you draw your own conclusions, too. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So we thought it would be cool to break it down by Lane first mm-hmm. and okay. then Paris yep. and then kind of everybody else. Yes. Right. That sounds good. Does that sound good? Yeah. Yeah, it's fun to start with Lane because that's her first friend right. from what we know they met in kindergarten. Yeah. I love that story. It is so the way cute. The Lorelai tells it. Because mm-hmm. I think like as a mom, you know, like you just want your kid to have at least one friend when they walk into school that first day. Totally. So I totally feel that story. Like she met Lane. They shared a, I don't know, pencil. What was the story? It's like something so cute, but they loved yeah. each other's t-shirts or something like that. They and did had that immediate bond totally it makes me think of my kid who came into her school sort of halfway through the year and we knew this one other little kiddo from the neighborhood. this was kindergarten yeah. this little kiddo from the neighborhood and she was the sweetest <laughs> my daughter and like showed her round and showed her the ropes and I am just forever grateful to yeah. that little girl that's <laughs> true you like you never forget those kids as right. a mom Exactly. I think even as that kid. So I remember my kindergarten friends and a lot of them I grew through um, high school with. True. So they kind of never leave you Mm. in a way. Um, So I think we see that with Rory. Mm -hmm. And there is a lot of conversation about their relationship and how it ebbed and flowed. And, you know, I think a lot of people like to make black and white statements about, yes, she was a good friend or no, she was not to lean. Yes. Um, But of course... That's you and I think it's a lot really more nuanced. Here. <laughs> yeah. So, of course, like, Lane's situation is so interesting mm-hmm. and very different. And we've talked about Mrs. Kim 
and the way that Lane grew up with a, such a strict mother. Yeah. And so I think that made it so that Lane kind of like needed an outlet and sort of this like surrogate family. And so we saw that Rory, I think, like fully accepted Lane's situation. Yes. And her limitations. Yes. And then was happy to be that outlet for her. Mm-hmm. And even if like Lane had to run out like and only could come over for five minutes for pizza and then run back home. Mm-hmm. Rory was cool with that. And so was yeah. her mom, which was yes. nice. Yes. Can I even dare say that I wonder if that's part of what sustained their friendship for so long? Yeah. Because Rory's not a huge risk taker. And if she had gotten mixed up with a crowd that wanted to go out late at night and go driving around town and drinking and all this stuff, that's not her vibe. And she wouldn't have been up for it. And so I think it actually helped her to have this best friend with a really strict mom because Lane wasn't super available all the time, which Mm. is okay for Rory as an introvert. Right. And Lane wasn't a huge risk taker, like outside of her music. Right. Um, So I think that was a good match for Rory. That's not true. Because if you think about it, like Lane even had restricted phone time. Yeah. You know, like she wasn't even allowed to talk for more than 10 minutes in certain hours of the day and so everything that she did was restricted yeah so yeah and and of course we know that I mean I think Rory's number one best friend is her mom we also have an episode on that too yep so the fact that Lean wasn't always available like you just said Mm -hmm. wasn't really problematic for Rory yeah as a kid Rory who loved to read was an introvert and then had her mom had her mom yeah Rory wasn't looking for an escape Mm -hmm. the way Lane was yeah she didn't need to escape her mom yeah like other kids do like the relationship fit Rory's capacity and her world yeah and then we were just like thinking about you know as they they grew up it seemed like you know, Lane had really like strong interests. So we know that obviously she loved music. Yeah. And it appeared like Rory always engaged in that. Like she wanted yeah. to talk about music. She wanted to listen to CDs with her. Um, whenever Lane asked her to go get CDs in Hartford, Rory was like, yeah, sure. I'll figure it out. You know, I'll work it out for you. Totally. We love that. That one where there's the CD drop um, oh my gosh, involving Michelle. Michelle's running around the town square for an uh, hour. Of course, Lorelai messed it up by not communicating. <laughs> <laughs> and Michelle pretends to be mad, but I think he's he's fine. He's happy that he got his work out. Kirk in. was involved. Like it was a whole <laughs> right, town right. thing, all supporting Lane's love of CDs yeah. and music. Um, totally. And and then of course, like when she decides that she's gonna start a band. Yeah. You know, now they're using Lorelai's phone number to have people calling in as potential bandmates and they're using their house. Um, That made me laugh that time when when she had posted the ad for a band or, you know, or when they were looking for a guitarist. Yes, that was good. And because she's working through the process of writing the ad with Lorelai and Rory. Right, right. It's pretty funny. And then you see Lorelai fielding all these (laughs) phone calls. And she's like a little bit annoyed, but not too much. And I thought, wow, it's really nice that she's letting this slide off her back in a pre-digital world where you right. actually did answer the phone and, and get answering 
machine messages you know it's funny how we're kind of talking about like this friendship in terms of both Rory and Lorelai being friends with Lane like in some ways right like the ways that we're talking about right now it sort of took like both Rory and Lorelai it did which is to like be the friend that Lane needed yeah 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 it's kind of nice that it worked out that way for her Right, it goes back to, it reminds me of the Will You Be My Lorelai Gilmore episode. Because for Lane, Lorelai was way more than her best friend's mom. She was more of a big sister, kind of aunt figure, someone who she could actually tell things to. So, yeah, Lane really needed both of them. And I mean, yeah, were there times like when Lane's interests seem to not vibe with Rory? The one that Mm. comes to my mind is the cheerleading episode. When Lane was hiding the fact that she was cheerleading after yeah. school. Because Rory was calling Mrs. Kim and saying, can I talk to Lane? And Mrs. Kim saying she's not at school or, or she's still at school. Mm. And Rory doesn't know why she's still there. And it's all kind of secretive. And then I think that moment that's so odd is when Rory sees her in the cheerleading uniform. And they're like right near each other. And they both sort of pretend they didn't see each other. I can't quite figure out why... They ignored each other in that moment. And what was going on for them? It was like the supreme awkwardness. Yeah. So why do you think that Lane kept that from Rory in that moment, though? Yeah, I mean, I think she wanted to... The whole cheerleading thing is a little weird. Because the writers never pick it up again. And so obviously they were just using it as a tool of conflict. Which is what writers do. So (laughs) we can accept that a little bit. But it's like... If you're going to introduce this thing and then never come back to it, I don't know. Like, it seemed like kind of a decent sized thing. I know, right? Maybe come back and tell us that she quit. Or I don't know. (laughs) So anyway, um, I think that it it was very similar to in season one, the whole Love and War and Snow episode when she touches Rich Blumenfeld's hair (laughs) and, you know, ends up like running back to Lorelai and Rory's not there because she's in Hartford. I think it's very similar. It gives Lane this opportunity to pause and be like, hmm, am I building out my own life Mm -hmm. as much as I could? Yeah. Or am I kind of wrapped up in my best friend's Mm -hmm. life who has all these other things going on? Yeah. So, like, what can I do that's just for me that's maybe different and unique and I don't know. Because she does, Lane does express that several times throughout those initial seasons yeah. where she's like, I have to get some friends who are more boring or like, I'm so mm. jealous of you and yeah. you have everything going on. And Lane is back in Stars Hollow High. Mm. Rory is at Chillin. So yeah. it's sort of like Lane is a little bit left behind. Yeah. So she does need her own things. Yeah. And that's where a lot of the criticisms from fans begin mm-hmm. about Rory as a friend is saying well you know she's not there she's ignoring Lane when Lane's talking about the sky that she loves at yeah. school and um, she's feeling neglected and all this kind of stuff right and for me I don't think that makes Rory a quote bad friend mm-hmm. I think that's a completely realistic high school scenario that happens right. all the time right I mean in best friendships let's think back to high school yeah, I, mean, I think we can all remember those times. Mm-hmm. It's I think it's hard in high school. You know, we're obviously still developing in high school in many ways. And you're trying to figure out like what it means to be in a relationship 
both with friends and then potentially in a romantic relationship yeah. and how to balance those two. Yes. Which is really challenging even for adults. Absolutely. So when you are 15 or 16 and attempting that, yeah. I think like, yeah. Did Rory sometimes ignore Lane? Uh, yeah, she mm-hmm. did. Mm-hmm. But making that balance is super challenging. And I think she did the best that she could. And when Lane came to her and said, you're ignoring me, I need you. Rory apologized and said, okay, I'm going to do better. Yeah, she did. She didn't even get defensive. I absolutely agree with you. There are so many times that Rory throughout the series is not open to criticism, is not open to feedback. Mm. And in fact, kind of crumbles at the first sign of criticism. We'll probably get into this (laughs) in another episode. Um, and this was not one of those times. That's true. She really did take that feedback from Lane and kind of notice her behavior and vowed to be a better friend. Yeah. Um, and when you think about it, it's like time is finite. We all only have a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. And when you're trying to get really good grades and yeah. spend time with your family and friends and then have a romantic interest right. and do some extracurricular activities. It really is. It's hard to fit it, it in. It's hard. I remember being on both sides of that in yeah. high school, you know, mm-hmm. sort of being a little jealous of a friend when they got a boyfriend yeah. or feeling like, oh, my gosh, how can I balance this all when right. I had one and feeling that that tug and that pull in different yeah. directions. Yeah, it, it's a lot. And then. You know, and then we see as even as Rory's relationship with Dean starts to settle in a bit mm-hmm. and she's not quite as enamored with him yeah. that she's putting more priority back on Lane. Yes. Like Dean called. Yeah, but I'm going to go hang out with Lane now. I think that she wants to make sure that Lane is always in her life. Yeah. Like she never wants to lose that relationship. Mm-hmm. And even if it's not like top tier number one priority, mm-hmm. I would say it's still like a top relationship priority yeah throughout agreed you know what a good example of that is when Rory's preparing for the coming out party and it's the night before and she's hanging out at home with Lorelai Dean and Lane yes yes and they're all there and they're talking about you know all kinds of stuff like Dean is stressing about what he has to wear and Lane's uh calling and hanging up (laughs) on Dave (laughs) (laughs) and like Lorelai's getting phone calls from Emily. It's like all these things are happening and they're it all is. together. And I kind of love it. Yes. That Rory was able to bring together the people in her life and yeah. have that moment. Yeah. It's such like a, it feels like such a typical experience in that moment to have like all those things swirling about. Right. Like a typical it's high school so experience. Real. Yeah. yeah. And that she wanted her friend there in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm doing this like weird thing tomorrow. <laughs> Can right. you like be here? Right. <laughs> Is it weird that Lane wasn't invited? <laughs> Ugh, I don't know. It was the Gilmores. I know. Who knows? I mean, they could have paid, like, Emily and Richard could have paid for another spot at the That's table true. for Lane. I wonder Her if Asian they even thought Lane. about it. Oh, seriously. <laughs> said, um, Emily. Emily. Stop with that already. Uh-huh. Not good. Really, I wonder if it was a matter of Lane not being allowed, or did it even come <laughs> right. up? If yeah. Rory was like, this is weird, you don't have to come. Yeah, probably. I could see her downplaying it. Yeah. Like, oh, ugh, you don't want to come to this. Like, Maybe. This isn't worth your time. Yeah. But, sh- you know, Lane would have showed up. She totally would have. If she was invited. Yeah. She would have gone. Right, because think about the other events she goes to, like her birthday parties, because she goes to the, oh, yeah. the 21st birthday yeah. party, which yeah. is a big one. Oh, yeah. Um, 
But yeah, and then I was also thinking about the times that Lane actually gets to date mm. someone, which mm-hmm. is hard. And, you mm-hmm. know, she always enlists Rory, but even if she doesn't yeah. need to enlist her help, yeah. I would say that Rory is supportive. I agree. She was really there for it, for Henry, for Dave, yeah. for Zach. Yeah. In different ways, yeah. you know, like she wasn't needed as much for the Zach relationship. Right. But like for Henry, this was one of first, one of Lane's first romantic interests. Mm-hmm. And Ray was right there, like coordinating with him at Chilton and doing the three-way phone call yep. and all this stuff, uh, which is like I, <laughs> the three-way phone calls, like such a I love <laughs> a long past thing. I think the one thing I wish, and I I don't know if this is too much of like my adult perspective, so I can't figure this out. Mm. I wish with Henry mm. that Rory had said like to Lane, just tell your your mom. Oh, seriously. Like, he's a good guy. You I like know. him. Can you just tell her? I but know. I don't know. That might have not gone anywhere. So maybe that's why. And it's not very yeah. Rory to do that. No, I it's don't know. not. Rory wasn't really in the business of telling people what, what to, to do, do that much. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if she did ask her at one point. I can't remember. Did she ask her, like, why don't you just I tell your recall. parents? Yeah. But maybe. Maybe she did. That would have been helpful. Um, and the minute Dave showed up on the scene... She was, yeah. She was supportive right yeah. away. Rory um, called it. The, it was yeah. actually Rory and Lorelai. Yeah, um, were there the first time Le- Lane and Dave met? Oh, uh, when they sat on the bench. Yeah, and they said something like, "Oh, I think we see a love connection," that's or something so like that. I'm like, oh, that's cute. So they identified that. Yeah, right away, and then yeah, supported it. I love when throughout. Lane goes, "I love you for that." Yeah. <laughs> Like, I love you. I mean, I love <laughs> that you love audio. I'm like that, too. They were a really good match from the beginning. Oh, they were. <laughs> they were. Um, and then even when it did come to Zach, like, she helped Lane just figure out if she was into him or right. not. Remember? Because Lane did when go Lane to Rory. was Rory. like, yeah. am I in love with Zach? Yeah. She's like, huh? Right. I don't know. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> and she helped her work through it. And then... In all the things that came after that, I felt like she was really supportive when Lane had this epiphany that she yeah. was going to wait until marriage to yeah. sleep with Zach. And Rory wasn't judgmental. No. You know, she was like, plenty of people do that. She and did. I mean, <laughs> which hey. one mentioned like Donna from 90210? That's right. <laughs> Jessica Simpson. Pulling out examples. <laughs> I can't remember if it was Lane or Rory who who pulled those examples out. Anyway, that was funny, and and she was supportive of yeah. that. I felt. Um, and oh, then, in the mom conversation, when Lane finds out she's pregnant and she's freaking out and yeah. saying like, "I'm not ready. Yeah, I don't know what a pram is. Uh-huh. You know, I don't wear my hair in a bun." Yes, and Rory really talked her through that one in such a gentle and kind way. It was gentle and kind. She was very much like, you know, you don't have to know everything right away. Mm-hmm. You have time to figure it out. Yeah. Um. You know, basically, you've got a good head on your shoulders. Yeah. You know, you know which side of the baby is up. <laughs> but as we chatted about a couple in season one, like she also didn't really leave a lot of room for Lane to figure out, like, is this baby something that you want right now? Yeah. You yep. know, that's right. Um, 
That's so right. we did talk a lot about someone that. maybe could say that she kind of like persuaded her into it but mm, right mm-hmm. she was also I think trying to be supportive yeah I think like overall Rory just isn't a big sharer like she doesn't no. go straight to her friends with her problems so right. when she say like was having issues with Paris at school did she call Lane to complain to Lane no because she goes to her mother Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think some people use that as a way to say that she was a bad friend because she didn't really share a lot of her life mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. Lane. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think like a lot of the conversations between Rory and Lane actually did kind of center more on Lane's life yeah. and interests. Right, right. And I don't mean that in a negative way, but I think just yeah. because like Rory tends to not really share much mm-hmm. and bring herself to the table. Exactly. That it tended to be more about what was going on for Lane. True. You know, when I noticed that was really in season seven when Rory is up for the rest and fellowship and doesn't get it. And then the way yes. she tells Lane is sort of like, oh, I didn't get this thing that I was yeah hoping for but whatever right she brushes it off and it's like wait a minute why didn't first of all like why yeah. didn't Lane know that you were going for this yep. it's kind of a big deal for you mm-hmm. I think Rory had Logan at that point and mm-hmm. so he between he and, and Lorelai it's like yeah. those were her confidants for everyday stuff exactly but you know what I, I loved when I felt like this came to a head in Season six, I believe. Um, yeah, the episode Always a Godmother, Never a God. Mm. This was an episode that showed the longevity of their friendship mm-hmm. and w- what a strong friendship looks like in terms of getting over those humps in the road. Mm. Because it's it, it was this very awkward conversation. Do you remember it when um, Rory stops by? Lane's house right before the baptism of Suki's children. Yes. And Lane had just been on tour. Rory had yep. been, you know, living with her grandparents yes. all summer, not at Yale. Like, we're not really sure what's going on with Rory, right? And yeah. the two of them were very awkward with each other they were. in that conversation. And it, so it was clear they were disconnected. And yeah, that can be kind of uncomfortable, but I also loved it because it shows like this. Yeah, this is a real friendship. Exactly. This is what friends go through, especially if you're in college and you've known each other since you were five. Yes. Then there's going to be moments where, yeah, maybe you're not telling each other all the teeny tiny little stuff of life because this is like pre-texting and pre-cell phone. And so it took more of an effort at that point to maintain that friendship yeah but they were able to I know I like how they showed that yeah I think it was important yeah because it's so uncomfortable but then yeah you realize because at first I'm like oh no like why are they struggling and why haven't they been talking and what is going on here and then it's like oh yeah no that is so normal yeah and like you said like pre-texting it was not easy to just contact people back then no and it took so much more effort and actually cost a lot of money <laughs> if you wanted to it just did. like call people. Right. <laughs> so, um, and with Lane on the road, she probably didn't have yeah, access right. to like a computer to email right. her friends, mm-hmm. you know? So it takes like a lot of effort to, to catch up in that yeah. way. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was like, 
it had me thinking about friendships too and especially like if you're thinking about a friendship from someone that you knew at age five like think of the development you yeah. go through in that time yeah. to continue like growing with this person mm-hmm. and everything that you're experiencing through like different schools and relationships mm-hmm. and issues with your parents and then yeah. jobs and goals in life whether achieved or not like yeah it's so much to go through and if you can yeah. maintain that long-term friendship it's amazing like yeah. the people who have that are blessed you Absolutely. know and it also is a lot of work yeah you know it's not just something that happens it's not it doesn't just happen you know I have a friend like that who I've I known know since I was three years old yeah. and we started out with dance class together and then yeah. grew through so many things and mm-hmm. and we're still friends and it's yeah. amazing. I think every once in a while we both realize it yeah. and we'll be like, oh my gosh, we've known each other for so long. Isn't it amazing that we're still friends? I know, right? And I'm so grateful for that. It's so cool because, and I, I also have a yeah. person who I've been <laughs> friends with since I was 12 mm-hmm. or 13 and yeah, it's the same kind of thing. Like to have this person know you now as an adult. Yeah, You know, it's like, right. how did we get to this place, first of all, Seriously. for adults? But to be able to go backwards and know that person, like, knows all of those things about you, mm-hmm. you know, it's really special. Mm-hmm. It is. And then to keep maintaining it through right. all and the things we like, go through. And then, like, lets you be who you are today. Yeah. Because, right. Because, like... Keep growing. Who I am in my 40s is a little different from who right. I was at age six, right. you know? And it's, it's nice when friends can kind of accept that and, like, mm-hmm. let each other be who they are yeah. and grow and change a little bit yeah. and, and still be there for it. Yeah. It's like that rock. And I hope that, you know, we, in the revival, we see Rory and Lane like still friends. Yeah. And like I'm confident that when they're in their forties and fifties and beyond, right. they're still going to be talking, even if it's not every day. Exactly. Exactly. So I guess like when I think about like, does, what does it mean to be a quote good friend or a you know bad friend it's like back to what we said in the beginning I don't know if it's that simple like when you're growing in any relationship it's just super complicated right and it it is challenging but also there's a lot of joy and beauty in all of Mm -hmm. it and I think like when you're committed to growing with someone, it's just what it is. Mm-hmm. Like you do your best. <laughs> right. It's something that you learn over and over, like how to be a good friend. Yeah. And when you made mistakes and how you can show up yeah. better. I'm still learning that as yeah. an adult. Yeah, exactly. You know? Right. Like learning about ourselves and trying to bring our best selves to yeah. our relationships every time. Yeah. Totally. And then like, I think the other, okay. I also wanted to bring this up. Tell me what you think about this okay. because All right, this applies more to Paris. So if we want to jump into Paris now, because I think we've like covered a lot of lame. Yeah. So there is a moment where um, this has to do with the Yale Daily News. Mm -hmm. And it's the meeting because Paris has been the editor of the Yale Daily News. And she's, you know, falling apart. She's not doing well. Everybody's mad. And they're having that meeting about ousting her. And then yeah. it's off. It's like offsite. Yeah. And then Rory the comes pub. upon it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The pub. And Rory comes upon them. Yeah. And then they're kind of concerned about having Rory take part in the meeting because they say you're her best friend. Yeah. And she says, I'm not her best friend. Yeah. So this is talked about a lot. People are pissed about this <laughs> in the fandom. I want to talk about this. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about it. I want to talk about the fact that I just was wondering about the word best. Yeah. And how like. 
do women is it imposed on women to have to identify levels of friendship and is that imposed on men like no. if if a guy yes has a work and no colleague <laughs> and he hangs out with his work colleague all the time and then they go to basketball games together all the time and they've known each other for 10 years and then the guy doesn't identify troy as his best friend Jackie, is he gonna be like, persecuted i'm just you like just confused. unlocked a memory for me <laughs> From like fifth grade when I started becoming friends with this girl in elementary school, but I had already had like three other quote best friends. I think it was this little group mm. and, and yeah, I remember writing my, in my diary, like mm. ranking them who's mm. one, two, three, and four. And then this other girl, I remember having this conversation with her and being like, well, are we best friends? Uh, and I was like, yeah, her. we are, but I'm just not sure if we can tell anyone. Oh my God. I've had these conversations. Oh my God. Are you kidding me? Like yeah. what? Couldn't we just all be friends? Correct. Why did they need to be ranked? And like, where did we Why get Why did they this need to from? be secret? Right. And yeah, and where, where did we come get that from? from? Exactly. Yeah. So why is this something socialization? That, right. And like, so why do women have to have a quote best friend? And what does that even mean? What does it mean? I don't like seriously. So I started processing yeah. this. Like, and yeah. it's been talked about. So like, yeah that Paris considered Rory her best friend and Rory didn't necessarily exactly. consider Paris her best friend. And is that okay? Right? Exactly. I'd say it is. Yes. I'd say it is. And, okay, I have to go on a tangent here about mm -hmm. the show Felicity. Okay. <laughs> Felicity, now, we're bringing it back. <laughs> I know you haven't watched it in a while, mm -hmm. but people who know me well know I'm a huge fan <laughs> of Felicity. Mm -hmm. um, there is this episode... When Felicity and Julie, and spoiler, okay, <laughs> Felicity and Julie have this big falling out as friends. Yeah. Um, and this is, I think, is like the end of season one mm -hmm. into the beginning of season two. I do remember Julie that. is writing songs because she plays guitar yeah. and sings at the pub, another pub. Um, she's like a singer-songwriter. And she writes a song about how horrible Felicity is. Oh and and they end up, any, long story short, they get stuck on a New York City subway together. Okay. And the whole car ends <laughs> up hearing their friendship problems. <laughs> They're down there for hours. And finally, at the end of the scene, it's like the whole episode, this, sort of, this older, per, you know, wise person comes up to them and says, if you ask me, the two of you were never best friends to begin with. Mm. You don't know the meaning of best. It's not just a label that yeah. you stick on a friendship because it's convenient yeah. or it's where you are right now. Yes. It's basically a practice of something that you do over and over through life. You know, like when people talk about the word ally, it's, like, mm. it's not just an adjective. It's yeah. like a verb. It's yeah. something that you're doing all the time to be an ally. And yeah. it's like best friendship. And this wise it. old person on the New York City subway in Felicity, I think, said it very well. So good. And that's so if we bring it back to Gilmore Girls, yeah. you know, we see that Rory and Lane, they are practicing best friendship. Right. Through their whole lives. Right. Paris, yeah, like she's trying. She has so many, you know, issues yeah. that she needs to like right yeah uh, explore yeah, we, yeah. in therapy yeah. <laughs> before i think she can really be practice that sort of like regular best friendship yeah even though she tries we know she she's does. not successful right. a lot of the times because of what she carries correct yes that is perfection 
And I think like that plays on what we were talking about with our own personal experiences of yeah. our long-term mm-hmm. friendships that we both identify as best friends for that reason. Mm-hmm. So it is a practice. It is. Yeah. I love that. That's right. so Kind of like yoga. People say that about yes. yoga too. It's yes. not just something that you do. It's right. Or it's, a, it's not a label. Yeah. Yeah. Something that you practice. Yes. Okay. All right. So we've figured that out. So we can yeah. stop being upset about that. <laughs> <laughs> then Rory didn't reciprocate because first of all, you don't have to right. reciprocate someone's feelings. Mm-hmm. Especially okay. when they're, you know, treating you pretty horribly yes. from time to time. Yes. As Paris did. Exactly. She yeah. Rory didn't know what to expect from her. So mm, Right. Yeah. So if we think of it as a practice, mm-hmm. we can not necessarily like write off or forgive Paris for her the mistakes that she made in high school that were really, you know, some of them were really horrible to Rory. Right. But we can respect her evolution that, you know what, she does start to practice friendship mm-hmm. with Rory and gets better at it. Right. The more she kind of understands what goes into a friendship. Right. Um, and I'd like to think that when we see them in a year in the life, like, are they talking every single day? No. Right. But like Paris has gotten better at being a friend yes. at that point. I always kind of thought that Rory was probably the most emotionally mature person that Paris had ever met <laughs> and was ever around. Because it doesn't so sad. <laughs> appear that she got any kind of role model in how to be in a relationship, yeah. in, a, in a balanced, right. meaningful relationship from her parents. We don't hear about other family. Mm-mm. And Madeline and Louise are just kind of there. Yeah. They're just like sidekicks. Yeah. They have their own friendship, really. Yeah, exactly. So it, it, it seems to me that that's why she's drawn to Rory and why she keeps going back to her over and over again. Yeah. Like that first date with Tristan. Why yeah. does she go to Rory? Yeah. You know, it's like she's the right. she can tell that Rory is balanced. Mm-hmm. and adjusted and mature yes so she keeps going there and I think yep. that's why she goes back to her at Yale like that's why she decides she has to live or yeah. whoever what's his name Terrence, Terrence. decides yeah <laughs> but but Paris is right. on board like yeah my path with Rory is not done mm-hmm. because Paris knows that Rory is a stabilizing presence for her yeah and mature and emotionally mature right and gives her something that no one else does. She even identifies. And she that listens later. to me. Right. <laughs> she lets me finish my sentence before <laughs> leaving the room. <laughs> and does Paris give that back to Rory? N- no. But she gives her other things. Mm-hmm. So that's okay. Like mm-hmm. they give each other different things. Right. That and I maybe think Rory they don't get knows in life. like what to expect from her and what not to yeah. expect from her in terms of friendship. Exactly. She's not really looking for emotional support right. from Paris. Right. Um, but there are a lot of times, yeah, and especially in Chilton, where Rory does give that to her. Yes, she does. You know, like with the C SPAN meltdown, yes. with the Tristan date. Yep. Um, you know, general I saw like the Bracebridge dinner episode yes. the other day and thought it was so sweet that she invited her. Yep. And kind of just generally being supportive of Paris as when she was heading up the Franklin Mm -hmm. and student council, Mm -hmm. you know, was often a very sort of logical voice and someone who understood other people's emotions a little better (laughs) saying like, hey, if this was a meet and greet, we should probably give people the time to meet and greet, (laughs) you know. Right. Um, So that was really important for Paris. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think like, 
there's nothing wrong with that. I think that they both um, accepted each other for who they were and what yeah. they brought to the relationship. And yeah, if they had different definitions, like that's okay. Yes. I'm all right with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think mm-hmm. we can kind of get past that. And then again, like let's think about why we have to have these categories of friendships. Like, mm. so you and I always talk about like our age and we have a little bit of perspective on life mm-hmm. and you know, I've had different friends come and go mm-hmm. and I look at it and not like a negative way, mm-hmm. but in a way that those people came when I needed them to. Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. were at like a, a support, a support to me in a time when I needed them. Mm-hmm. And I often look so fondly on relationships, yeah. even if I no longer talk to those people. Yeah. I love to think about what we shared at that time. That's beautiful. And yeah. And I, and I, so I think that that's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay it if is. people have to come and go. It is. We need to just sort of like accept that as a yeah. part of life. Oh, that's beautiful, Jack. I love that. I totally agree. I totally agree. Yeah. There, there are moments when, um, people fit into our lives mm. in a certain way and maybe we fit into theirs yeah, too. Exactly. Um, and mm-hmm. the tides change and then sometimes it brings you back and sometimes yeah. it brings you on to different friends and mm-hmm. it is nice to just be open to all of it. Yeah. And so I think as always, you know, we try to look at the judgments that we mm. put on, mm-hmm. I mean, both all genders, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> but especially, mm-hmm. um, young women, you know, with, yeah, with young women. And I think this is one of them where, we're criticizing her for not uh, using this term of best and not reciprocating yeah. feelings that are being yeah. given to her. And so I just wanted to bring that up and look at that critically yeah. like we like we love to do. Totally. <laughs> totally. And even just calling someone a, like a categorically bad friend, yes. you know, yeah, doesn't leave a lot of room for the yeah. complexity exactly. of, of her, her full life or personhood. Yeah. Yeah. So who we want to talk about some of the other friends that she had come and go in her life? Yeah, I mean, it's funny because in high school, we don't really see her have a lot of friends. No. Um, in fact, I'd say beyond Paris and Lane, yeah. she doesn't really have any other friends. I know, right? Right. And that was interesting to me. I always kind of wondered, like, isn't there somebody at Chilton who she would get along with. I know. Isn't there anybody? Oh, because remember the headphone girl who sits yes. down at her table that After time? the whole Puffs incident? Yes. Yeah, what like happened what happened to her? Happened to her? Yeah. Or Henry. I thought they could have been yes. pals. Yep. Why Henry's not? Cool. Mm-hmm. I know. They you know, never like, give us that. He seemed stable and normal. <laughs> I know, right? And wasn't romantically <laughs> interested in her. Like, yes. That's right. Yeah. Well, so that's the other thing, I guess, about friends. Is yeah. like people say... Of course, there's a really the friendship between her and Marty, which had so many uh, complex. (laughs) 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 Where's the words? Oops, I think I just licked the microphone by accident. Sorry, (laughs) sorry, Rachel. (laughs) (laughs) I know. What are the words for Um, me? I know it's like a bummer because I feel like there was so much potential there, and we saw them have so much fun together, and clearly have a lot of similar interests but then at the same time you're like well was he just hanging out with her because he was interested and he clearly liked her from the beginning so yeah that was sort of like doomed to fail crime to like be friends with someone and slowly develop feelings for them a lot of people out there are like 
he should have told her right away that he had feelings for her. And I'm like, I don't, this is not real life. Like, no, it's not. Well, and he was always feeling it out too. Yeah. Like he would be like, do you have a boyfriend? Right. She said, I don't and know. She wigs out. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and leaves. So he tried multiple times. Yeah. So, I mean, I, he I don't did. know. He gave it a go. Yeah. I didn't mind the way Marty showed up in. No. In seasons four and five. Yeah. No. <laughs> Later season, Marty, not so good. <laughs> sure. So creepy. So, yeah, I mean, what do you think about the whole Marty, Lucy debacle? And, <sighs> like, was Rory a, quote, bad friend? I'm going to lick the microphone. To Lucy <laughs> for not telling her up front about the whole Marty thing? Ugh, that what was so rough um, and so weird. And I think, like, I I have to think if it were real life that it probably wouldn't have gone on as long as it did. Yeah. Like, I think that I could see being bamboozled in that moment and being like, whoa. Because I feel like totally. I would have had the same reaction as Roy would have been like, same, uh, and frozen, because I kind of tend to do that. Yeah, it was a lot like the cheerleading moment. Yes, she yes, and Lane right. stare at each other, and then they both look away. <laughs> yeah. It's like, ah. I don't know what to do. I'm frozen. Frozen. Uh, that was so weird. Like, I'm processing. Yeah. Like, so it's kind of real my life. My brain's not cut off. Yeah. So I could sort of see that. And um, taking maybe... A few days but mm-hmm. I think personally my discomfort would have been so high <laughs> yeah. I don't think I could have like faked being around Marty and I feel like I would have just had to say something yes so yeah. that's I, I feel like I can only say personally what I would have done mm-hmm. it's interesting that when Lucy quote forgives Rory for the whole thing that happened she classifies it as Rory being a good friend. She does. By playing along with the whole thing. She does. And she's like, it was a weird thing that Marty did and you yeah. were being a good friend. I'm like, aha, uh-huh, that's yeah. interesting. It is. She, co- I know. She kind of comes around to identifying that Marty put her in the position. It came from him. It didn't come from Rory. It put Rory in a bad yeah. position. And then it put it on Rory now to have to fix it. So I think she was identifying and acknowledging that. So it did put the work on Rory. Right. And in real life, you have to think, and I wonder, like, is there a deleted scene somewhere Mm. (laughs) where Rory says to Marty, like, what are you doing? Right. You need to just tell her we were friends. Right. Because that what would happen on the side? Right. Yes. And because I think then, Lucy, if you're really looking at this, it means... That he still has feelings for her. Of course. So it's like, you know, I have to be done with you because this is yeah, all ridiculous. Which, right. Yeah. Which is, of course, why they yeah. didn't make it. Right. Yeah. yeah and no, then I always wish that she had had more friends at Yale, too. I know. Um, it was a good opportunity. I mean, I uh, know why the writers wanted to put Paris in. They couldn't lose her right. as an actor. She's amazing. Um, but Rory really didn't get to explore a lot of friendship issues beyond her romantic interests you know it was no. it was marty and then dean and then logan yeah that she was really grappling with after freshman year and yeah. you know like we see those two girls kind of show up in in the orientation episode yeah and, and one more time and it feels like oh maybe there's friend potential here but I know. they never intended it to go very far i know and they really do show her though like right from the beginning rory doesn't appear to want to socialize like even no. that whole party we've right. talked about that leaving before. the door open yeah, yeah the door open party yeah. um 
you know, she even like leaves the party and goes in her room for a few minutes. Like she's so uncomfortable with it. Yeah. That, yeah. Cause she can go home and she's yeah. got that safety net mm-hmm. in Paris and it's like, she's fine with that. Mm-hmm. And the rest of it's kind of like, eh, just yeah. go in class and study. And I right. don't really need much more. It's pretty right. consistent with her character. It is. And I guess it's consistent with one of our big themes that is, she had so much emotional support yep. and day-to-day chit-chatting mm-hmm. from her mother right. that she didn't really need to look that hard to find that yeah. at Yale. Yeah. Whereas like most people, when they, sh- I shouldn't say most people, right. a lot of people, lot. I'll speak for myself, yeah. when I showed up at college, it was like, I need I need some friends to just like share this little everyday stuff with right. and talk about like finding classes and and yes. navigating like which library do you like the best yes. and all that kind of stuff you know or like you do you want to eat that. together um just for that day-to-day stuff and yeah. Rory didn't seem to have those same needs yeah and we talked about like developmentally you know it's important yeah. for kids that age to separate from their parents and mm-hmm. find their own independence mm-hmm. as young adults mm-hmm. and that she wasn't really doing that I know and that was part of and maybe this why a lot of people in the fandom also call them codependent. Yeah. And I'm I'm not a professional in that area. <laughs> know, You're a I social know. worker. <laughs> Would you call them codependent? Well, I mean, I feel like we talked about that <laughs> in their best friend relationship. Yeah. That yeah. there were, was a lot of crossover that made it confusing yeah. for Rory and put her in a position of having to be the adult so many mm-hmm. times. True. And yeah, kept her from um, finding her independence and... So, yeah, I would say. So go back to episode three, people. Yeah. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Done. All right. I think we covered it. Yeah, that was a big topic. (laughs) But, you know, tell us if we missed anything. Yeah, we love to. Come visit us on Instagram. Exactly. Tell us your thoughts. thoughts. All right. Let's get Tati. Yeah. All right. You want to go first, Kath? Um, Sure. Okay. Okay. I feel like Gilmore showed up a lot in my life this Mm -hmm. week. But uh, there was one moment where... We were, we ordered Thai food Mm. this week and, um, my kid is mm, a little bit picky, one might say, but I I try to say, (laughs) try not to throw that label on her, but okay. Okay. She's not that experimental. Yeah. So we're trying to get her to like experiment a little bit more. Mm. So, (laughs) So my husband decided to order like all these like we're like let's just order different dishes we can all share and got a lot of those little things like the the spring rolls and these like bags of gold like all these things all these like little snickety appetizers awesome you know so like the delivery arrives and I see the cost. I'm like, oh my god what did we get you know it was so expensive and I thought how did Lorelai and Rory do this oh, all the time? Right? They ran through the whole. Remember when she says, like, oh, we ran through the whole chicken side oh, of the yeah. Chinese menu? Yeah. And yeah, like prices were a little cheaper then, sure. but like so were salaries. And yeah, yes. it's just like, oh my gosh, if you spend, if they spent like a hundred bucks, yeah. maybe more, yeah. you know, if you get like eight dishes. I know. I mean, our town is also very, like, restaurant-centric. Yeah. And tends to be, like, a little bit a little more expensive. <laughs> pricey side. Yeah, for but, sure. But, yes. No. Yeah. I think about that all the time. Still. Like, and come I mean, on. They did that in lieu of grocery shopping. True. So. But. And then they'd say that they would make it last all week. Which I got. <laughs> Love Thai food. And then guess how Yum. many, how much of it my child enjoyed. <laughs> um. Wait. Did she eat a spring roll? Not, yeah, didn't love it that much. Really? Yeah. Yeah, we'll no, get there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. How did Gilmore show up for you this week? Okay. 
So I went shopping with my husband the other day for his, himself, <laughs> which we like never do. <laughs> Men's clothing. Yeah. And so we're Fine. in this one store. It's been around for a while. Mm-hmm. But oh my gosh, like the style was so 70s. I could not really? keep my mouth closed. 70s, huh? Oh my gosh. Like I can't even explain Is how that 70s. Is that what the young guys are wearing these days? I think so. Okay. And I'm running around going like, did you see this? <laughs> but have you seen this? Have you seen this? I and know I you didn't see this. Did you know where I'm going? <laughs> I felt totally Although like I'm struggling Suki. to come. I know the dialogue. No, I know. It actually took I'm me a minute. I'm struggling to think of the it's scene. Suki in uh, Lorelai's bedroom after the renovation oh, when Luke puts his grandmother's furniture. furniture. I know. He but did he see this? <laughs> I know he didn't see this. I love that. I felt like that. I'm like, I know they didn't <laughs> see this shirt. Like. Did they know they bought this? Whoa. So what did he think about all these clothes? We were able to find stuff that made sense for him. So it still worked out. They're still really cute stuff. But I was trying to be careful because there was like a young guy shopping near us. And I I didn't want to sound like that old lady. (laughs) Shopping. What is this? This? This is from Young man, is this the style now? (laughs) You're wearing this? This is from my day. Right. (laughs) Well, it's like the 70s <laughs> through the 90s. Totally. I think is what totally. we're doing today. No, but it was super cute. Right. I yeah. loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it all. Yeah. I just don't think but maybe only wear it. Maybe certain people pull it off <laughs> better <right>. than others. <laughs> all right, you all. Thanks for joining us again. We're so happy to be back for season two. Yeah, we love you, townies. Do you love Gabby and Gilmore with us? If so, we would so appreciate if you'd leave us a, re- a rating and review. It helps us reach more Gilmore super fans, and we would truly appreciate it. And of course, please hit the follow in the upper right-hand corner of your app so that you never miss an episode. Gabby Gilmore is produced with support from Studio 20 South. Cover art by MGI Studios. See you next time. Copper boom! <laughs>